What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony Rapp, the executive director of the South Shore Business Improvement District, and we are here today for our latest installment of Bid Buzz, the South Shore Experience, with our fearless president of the South Shore Bid, the broker owner of Emerald Elite Realty, located in Annadale, Gary Fleming. Hello, Anthony. How are you? Good to see you. Thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate this. As being the president of the Business Improvement District, this is something that was voted on by the board uh, and something that's brand new. We are we're pioneers in the space, quite frankly. I, I don't know any other bid that's doing this. Uh, it's a great way to highlight all of the local businesses within the bid in the towns of Annandale, Eltingville, and Great Hills. I'm going to keep saying this. This is uh, a free service that the bid is going to provide. So anyone who is watching or listening, if you have a business in Eltingville, Annandale, or Great Hills, you got to reach out to us at SouthShoreBid.org, get you on this podcast. We're going to give you all the footage, everything you need to help market your business and grow your business. So... Enough about that. Let's talk. Take, a, take advantage of it. Let's talk about you. Okay. So now anyone watching or listening knows your face. You've probably uh, been the MC at their wedding. You've probably DJed a Sweet 16 or 2 or 10 for multiple families here in Staten Island. Right. So before we get into the bid and Emerald Elite Realty, let's talk a little bit about your history. Oh boy, my history. I started in the entertainment business when I was 13, 14 years old. Started doing mixes, making tapes for my friends and mixed family. Mixtapes. We're, mixed right? We're old. Yeah, we know we that. are old. That kind of turned into an actual business where I said, hey, listen, I want to be a, I want to be a DJ. My mom and dad went out, bought me all the equipment, invested in my future. And said, yeah, that was nice. I could do this. I, but I was always, always in the entertainment field. I had no problem being in front of crowds or my family. I would do magic shows. Well, that's why you're the perfect guest, because so. I know that you're going to end up yeah. leading the interview and I can just stand here. <laughs> yeah, that was how it started. And I did my first 25th wedding anniversary at... 15 at the pl- a place called wow. the Beachcomber, which was uh, right down the block from where I lived. And, and, and it just transformed. And then during high school, I would do all the school parties. I would do all the sweet 16s for the girls. And then I started hiring all my friends and I started buying more and more equipment. And I turned it into a business. And back then it was called 2001, A Sound Odyssey. After wow. the movie was 2001. Michael, it's pretty terrible. It is terrible. We talk about branding but and marketing. My whole, but my whole thing back then was I wanted to be done in 2001. Now, again, you set a goal. This is in the good. 80s. Right. That came and went. And then throughout the years after high school, I was also really into photography. I'd gone to photography school, took some classes. My family then decided, let's invest in him again. They just, we opened they just throw a lot of money again. at you. Must be nice. Last kid, you're very spoiled. That's true. I last kid, I so. <laughs> And we opened up a photography studio, Emerald Studios in Eltingville. We Which anyone watching or listening again, much like the Sweet 16 and wedding scenario, yeah. odds are good that you've I been do. in that studio in Eltingville and had your face done when you were a kid, yep. when you were Christmas your portraits, communion, communions, right, confirmations, right. everything. Because that's another staple in the community. Yeah, I mean, we were there 35 years. 35 years. Yeah, wow. So I was doing the DJing and then I was running the photography studio, taking pictures during the week and then hiring my wedding photographers to do the weddings. And again, it just all went together. We were one-stop shopping. My, my brother did video. So everybody knew Emerald Studios. They do everything. DJ photo video. So it worked out really well. Digital era came and everybody who went out and bought a digital no camera, that no bucket more film, of water, whatever the hell that's developing. called, developing, I used to develop and all that. And everybody became a photographer. So it was very hard to compete with that right. when there was no cost to it. So if you had a digital camera, you could, or take, iPhone. Yeah, yeah. You could take thousands and thousands of pictures, never right. get it, never pay for developing or right. anything. And it was just, it was a little bit more to, to keep up with. But at the same time, I was doing that for 30 years and I was like, you're you know an expert what? in it. Yeah, but I was just like, you know what? If you, I always feel like if you don't love it anymore, then you right. shouldn't do it. 
And that's what any of my businesses. Right. I met with a friend of mine who sat me down and said, where do you want to go? And he said, you'd be great as a real estate agent. I really didn't know much about, know about real estate business. <laughs> you know, listen, we own real estate. Everybody is a real estate agent. Right. You own your house. I yeah, own yeah. my house. And we've gone down that path with other people. And he said, your network of people is large. Right. So use that to your advantage. I took a shot and I did it. And so when I, did you know, Emerald Elite open? So Emerald Elite opened about a year and a half ago. So I was very fortunate to get in right before the whole boom right. of the of the real estate world. I got my license and I was also able to achieve getting my broker's license, having enough sales and having all the credits and then taking the exam within my first two years, which is... Right. Now, typically, know, what does that take? Just so everyone understands. Listen, it, it, it depends on how many sales you have. Right. But so you're you allowed to say you did a good job. I, again, I'm not patting myself on the back, <laughs> but I am. Right. But you know, there are people that are, could be a real estate agent for 10 years and not have enough sales under their belt. Correct. I was able to achieve that right. by using my network of people. Right. From there, I said, you know what? I'm going to go out on my own. I kept going back and forth with the name. What am I going to call it? And this, I'm like... A nice Italian you know, name. Yeah, a nice Italian name. And then I said, why not just take the Emerald Studios name and keep it attached to me where they say, oh, Gary from Emerald. That's literally how I'm known by people. Gary from Emerald or Gary the MC. That's how people know me. And I said, it it would be stupid not to. So I changed. I went over Emerald Elite Realty. And uh, like I said, we opened up in Annadale. We still have our building. My family still owns a building in Eldingville. So we have our ties there as well. So you've been ingrained in the bid even before you knew what the bid was because the bid was founded in 2015. It was spearheaded by then councilman Vincent Ignizio, Mm -hmm. also with some help from the SIEDC, but a building in Eltingville that's been there forever, 35 years in business. Then you expanded into Annadale and then somehow you got caught up and involved with me being your friend. (laughs) And I said to you, listen, we have this great thing called the bid and you were asking about the services and everything we provide. And you, you liked it. You jumped on board. And the rest of the board members actually like you for some reason as well, <laughs> because then you were voted the president. So you've been the president of the bid for now three or four years. Uh, I think it's four years. Four years. We had yeah. COVID in that, so oh, I forget. Yeah. So for four years, you've now been the president of the bid. We both know this, and, and I'm okay saying this. There are still businesses that reside within the towns of Annadale, Timberland, and Great Hills that don't know what it is. Yep. And you know what? We should be embarrassed, but I'm not, because we're using this platform to get it out there. So there are still businesses that don't know. But there are a lot more that do know now than did in the past. Yeah. So talk about not wearing your hat as the president. Talk about you as the business owner in two locations, really. Uh, over the course of the last eight years, you've had businesses in Annadale and, uh, excuse me. So talk about some of the things that the bid does that are beneficial to you as a business owner. Again, having the both locations and having to deal with both locations, we want to keep our tenants that we have them in our building and and helping, but we want to keep them happy. Right, because I forgot commercial building. What are the needs of those people? What are the needs of the other business owners? And those needs are keeping the town clean, keeping it secure, uh, making sure that something happens, we can help them. And you know what? Also involving the community. That's another big thing. Besides the business owners needs that community in order for them to shop in their places. So if we can incorporate the community and bring them together along with the business owners, I think that's great. And then that's what the bid is all about. You actually were one of the one of the people at the most recent board meeting that banged the gavel and said, we're going to buy more garbage pails. So talk about some of the, you mentioned cleanliness, you mentioned additional marketing, but talk about if you can just identify each of those and what you feel is important about all the services the bid provides. 
Listen, the garbage pails, I know it may seem silly to right. some people, but you don't realize how fast these things get uh-huh. used and filled. And, you could say it. What slops you know, people are. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a good thing because where else would they be putting it if right. they weren't there? That, to me, is important. Having the company that we have that goes around and cleans up and sweeps and gets rid of all the debris on the streets right. and, the, and the sidewalks on the curbs, that's important. Having the cameras in the towns, the surveillance cameras, right. to me, that is And you know, we say that, but this, and we're going to say it again, because I said this with, with Carmine, who was our guest last time. People don't know, and it's not, we don't promote it, but the reality is that we have our own intranet, and Mike Bloomfield would correct me, because that's not the right term, <laughs> but our own inner network of cameras that are directly paid for by the bid, housed in, excuse me, housed in businesses in all three towns. And it's a direct line to the NYPD. And we've yeah. been called upon before to help and assist. And it's part of what and it's we actually do. worked. Right. And yeah, it's, it's behind the scenes, right? Yeah. It's behind the scenes. But it's something where I feel like Batman, I've told you before. Something will happen. I get a phone call, rap. <laughs> where's this? But the fact that we have that is something that even though the general public may not know, it's still making everything safer and, and, and better for people to come and frequent the towns and enjoy themselves. And that you have to relay that to the business owners that this is what we're doing. Now, again, going into the community. Obviously, your baby, the tree lighting. Yes. That's huge. What we're doing this weekend, the taste of the towns. I have my daughter today. She goes, oh, when, that, when is that again? How do I get my tickets? I say, this is what you got to do. People are excited about it. Yeah. And again, we've only been doing it a few years. So I just think as we do it more and more, everybody participates. Exactly. And then one of the one of the other things that I like, because you said the tree lighting is my baby, but even something as simple as the holiday lights, mm-hmm. right? There's something to be said and did you grow up in Brooklyn? Are you a Brooklyn guy? My family. I know of right. what, what it is. What I'm saying, Brooklyn. but there's something to be said when you grew up in Brooklyn and you took it for granted when right. you walked up 3rd Avenue, you see all the lights. You don't even know. Most people don't know where they come from. Right. But the reality is that the bid is out there doing it, paying for it, and, and putting that up every year. Right. So even something as simple as holiday lights, and it doesn't matter what holiday you're celebrating. It's just creating an ambiance of welcoming, creating an ambiance of festive and holiday yeah. and, it, and it works because people come they look they like it they walk through it and it, they appreciate it, it it makes the towns right listen i remember when we did it the first year we did it the comments we got on facebook right. i can't believe it took this long right. this is great it's a good feeling that we had a part of that right and selfishly it's nice because when we drive around it's like oh yeah we, we run these towns but that's not the, it just feels my wife sometimes will say what's the matter with you i'm like i have to go check on the town she's like, what does that mean i'm like don't worry i'll see you later but at the like, same time i have friends that say how come they're not doing that in Tottenville and right. in Princess Bay and right. in here? And it's almost like it's jealous. They're jealous, right. which because, I'm fine with. Yeah. Since its inception, it's grown, right? We've done a lot of positive things. We've And we've done things that, that quite frankly, haven't worked out, right? Because we're okay to Trial admit some stuff. We had, we had a campaign where we were going to aim to get a video of every business owner. Mm-hmm. Now, we both know, but whoever's watching, listening doesn't. There's over 380 businesses represented by this outro bid. Yep. The reality when we took that vote, made sense, but the application, too difficult. So that's why this application of the podcast is going to be something that is really accessible and we can really achieve it because we're going to be hosting it here at SI Live Studios, South Avenue. We're going to invite all the business owners to sign up on the website through southtrobid.org or text me or reach out or send an email. And we're going to schedule time for them to come in so they can come in. We're going to give them access to this and then we're going to give them access to everything else. So I think this is going to be a really good evolution of what we thought the video component would be. And I'm 100%. excited to see where, where yeah. it goes. Again, the other way was they, the camera crews are going to them. Right. This is, hey, we're going to be here on such and such a day. Here's the calendar. Choose what time you want. Right. And get it done. Welcome. So I'm excited to see who comes. We already had uh, Carmine come in. You're, yep. Of course, you're our second guest. We had Mike Bloomfield come in. So we're going to get we're gonna get a bunch more people. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, but 
Let's transition a little bit from the bid. I want to talk about your business in Emerald Elite. I could say this to you because we're friends, right? Realtors are like lawyers, dime a dozen. Everybody knows one, knows two, knows three, right? <laughs> but, but it's true. But, it is but true. for people who know your brand or know you as the photographer or know you as the videographer or the MC at their wedding, people who may not know until they're seeing or watching this that you're even in real estate, talk a little bit about what your company does that's different and how you approach real estate. The way I feel I do it is I utilize my network, my sphere of influence, as yeah. they call it as well, and utilizing a lot of the technology that's out there. Right. So I'll never forget another real estate agent said to me after I had done a video of an AI. Right. I had an AI woman robot. I gave her an Irish accent, too, yeah. and she spoke about the house. Right. Now, what my thing was is when I first started getting into this, I had a thing. I had the glasses right. thing, right? So I noticed that I stopped doing a lot of that, and I don't know if that is good or bad. Do I go that AI route where it's a, a spokesperson for Emerald right. Elite Realty, a Irish-looking woman with red hair and an Irish brogue right. talking about the houses? Yeah, it's a great concept, but I don't know if anybody's ready for that yet. Right. But you know what? But the kid saw me. He goes, bro, he goes, I, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Right. He goes, you're like on the cutting edge. Right. And that's what I do. I try to do that. I try to stay up to date with everything, even chat GPT, right? So like right. people don't understand. Yes, right. it may not be uh, me saying that, but it's my thoughts of how I want to present it. Right. And and I get called out on it by my brother all the time. But I, it's efficiency. Know, it right? is efficiency. That's what it is. And that's what it has to be. So now instead of having to concentrate on that particular write-up or whatever it is, I could be doing something else at the same time. So it gives me more time to put towards going out, showing houses, getting right. buyers, getting listings. It all has to work together. And if it's going to make my job easier, I'm going to take advantage right. of it. Less friction always wins, right? That's just of the mantra of the business world and of life. Of course. Less friction, you're always going to win. And especially in, in this market. Now, I'm not going to say, hey, I'm a seasoned real estate broker or agent because, again, I'm only doing this for four years. Right. In those four years, I've learned a ridiculous amount and well, how the market has changed. Because you also jumped in in a very interesting time. Exactly. Right? Yep. Um, I got in when it was, it was normal. And then, boom, it was insane. And it, again, it was my best year I've ever seen. And now... It, I'm scared. When if somebody tells you they're not, they're lying because you have over 2,000 agents in Staten Island alone. That's crazy. And there's only 800 houses available right now. How does that make well, sense? How right do the about numbers something. make there's sense? There's probably what? 3,000 lawyers. So I was right about that. Oh, no. Absolutely. And again, and I know that because I also sat on the board of the Staten Island Board of Realtors for a couple of years. Right. I, I sit on the committee to that does the Realtor Expo. Right. And I just interviewed again to get back onto the board. So- if you stay up with this, if you follow the market and understand everything, that you need to be prepared. Right. People that were selling 50 houses, they're not selling right. 50 it's houses this year. So that's where it is a little scary. And I, again, I'm fortunate enough because I have another business. I have my wife works. We own real estate. So we right. have other incomes. How somebody would do it, it, it otherwise, it, it's scary. It's difficult, right? It's now. scary. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought up the, the Cyborg Expo because I forgot about it. Just to your credit and more, more importantly, just to talk about how it's important to, to go beyond just the day-to-day, -day, right? So you don't have to be a part of Cyborg. You don't have to raise your hand and say, I want to be a part of the committee to put this expo together at the Hilton. So talk about that whole experience, Cyborg, how Cyborg is an intricate part of what realtors here on the island do, and then your involvement in that expo, which we had the pleasure of being there. It was very successful. So yeah. good for you. Thank you. So my whole thing with Cyborg is, listen, again, it's networking, but networking with your peers now. So now you're with other agents. Right. And you know what? It's your their voice. 
hey, we don't like this. We don't like that. All right, so let's see if we could do something about it. Right. So again, that's what a board is, is about. So president of the bid, right? right? We all sit there and, and we have our opinions. Some things get done, some things don't. But that's, whole, that's a whole part of being on a board. I like it, again, for the camaraderie and, again, having that. I've made so many friends right. just from that in such a short time. So I got on the board in my first year of being a broker. People are like, who, are, who another, is this guy? You know? first. So exactly. Same thing like Community Board 3. I sit on that as well. Right. And it's exciting. It's exciting to, to get all of this information before it goes out to the public. And as far as Realtor Day, I was asked to do it. I think a little bit of it has to do with my entertainment background because, yeah. you know. You're more this. than just an agent or a exactly. broker. But exactly. That's a good thing. No, it's a great thing. You have a, a diverse wheelhouse. Exactly. You're not just exactly. single track. Yep. And I've always been like that. I've always never was afraid of work. I always love to have multiple things going on. So I'm going to ask you the question I'm not supposed to ask because we're in this tumultuous market, right? Any words of wisdom for buyers and sellers in this current market? Buy. Stop with the interest rate is too high. Really? Buy real estate. They're not making any more of it. That is a line from my father. And I don't know. So right. I'm sure somebody else said it. And Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't matter. Nobody has a crystal ball. Right. So again, if you buy it now, you refinance when it goes down. If you wait and the rate goes up, then what do you do? Right. It doesn't make sense, the mentality of some people. They think that hey, next year it's going to be lower. How do you know this? You don't I'm know I'm one this. of those people. So but I'm saying yeah. nobody knows. Right. And again, if you pay attention to inflation's up, rates are up. Right. Inflation comes down, rates will go down. You know, the analysts say next spring, spring of next year, right. we're going to see a drop. Some analysts right. say in, in October, we may see 9%. Right. But somehow it's all relative, right? It's relative. Point, it's relative. First of all, you're never going to lose money. That's the thing. Right. You're never going to lose money with real estate. You heard it here first on Big Buzz. <laughs> yeah. Never going to lose money with real estate. And again, buy the house. Another line is date the rate because, again, you can always refinance. Right. I just don't understand how people think, oh, no, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Again, there's no inventory, and that's right. the mentality. So if, unless you're going you're gonna to sell your home, obviously the best thing is you sell and you buy smaller. Right. But to sell and buy bigger. Well, no one's done does that. No. So, that's, so that, that, you raised an interesting question, though. So do you think the inventory is so low because the people who are looking to sell aren't because they know that maybe they can't afford that house they were looking at? They're scared. Six months ago? Yeah, they're scared. Like I said, the, the seller who's going to sell is the person who's going to downsize. Right. That makes sense. Believe okay. me, I just wrote a whole little post about it. Like I said, I, yeah. I've been shaded. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know if I did. <laughs> so I, I said, hey, I, I've been showing these these couples, these adult communities, 55 and older in New Jersey. Yeah. So again, I don't know if I mentioned that, but I also sell in New Jersey as well. So I walk into some of these places. I'm like, I, I got two more years before I can move here. This is great. <laughs> so in, and when I'm 55... This is a place that I want to come to. Their clubhouses look like five-star hotels. Nice. Gyms, pool, card games, yeah, yeah. It's it, it, party rooms, everything. Nice life. And I'm like, what am I doing? So that would make sense to me. For me to sell my house here now and go buy a bigger house doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense. And, and again, so it all depends on how you look. And either that or you go south, you go Texas, you go Carolinas, you go Florida. The prices there are still very good from what you can sell your house here and go. Right. You're going you're gonna to do well. You're going to okay. get a beautiful home. But to sell my house here for a million and buy a house for a million, I'm right. getting the same exact it thoughts. It doesn't make sense. You know? What about from an investment standpoint? So investment is all about the cap rate. If the cap rate doesn't make sense, and you don't. And that's, again, another issue is I have 
investors calling me say, hey, Gary, this is what I can pay because right. the, this number has to make sense. So if that number is not over five, six seven, you know, years ago, they we saw cap rates of 10%. Then you're not seeing that God, now. Yeah. So now your cap rates are 3 to 5% because, again, you're going to make more with that than you are by putting the money in the bank. Exactly. That's why I was asking. Then right? again, unless you get the high yield accounts that they right. have now. So yeah, now, now we got to compete with that. Now they got that. some wild stuff. Exactly. So. I told you, five and a half percent. Not works. bad. I can't get it yet, but it's there. But you know what? It's, it's right. Exactly. And so that's what it is. Again, you can't take out a, a loan, a mortgage to buy an investment property. It doesn't right. make any sense at all. You'll take forever to get your money back, especially right. now with the interest rates. And that's what a lot of people didn't take advantage of when the rates when were so cheap. low. Yeah. That's when they should have right. bought. But again, it's scary. Right. It's scary. And you, you got to be able to d- jump in, right? You, gotta you have to be right. able to jump in. I get calls all the time. Hey, listen, find me this, find me a flip. Find, right. They, they're gone in seconds. Because right. if you're in that mix and you're in that sector, because you have your ears around and you're there. Before it even lists, yep. you already know the guy that's yeah. selling it. Yeah. yeah, it's true. But still, the good thing is that there's still opportunity. You're saying that you still see that even though the general population thinks we're in a, a bad spot, that, like you said, you're never going to lose money. The opportunity is there. It may not be here right. in Staten Island. Correct. But the opportunity is there elsewhere. Right. So again, we're from Staten Island, right. so this is how, this yep. is what we see. Right. We don't look at the bigger picture. Again, go down to the Carolinas. Go down to Florida. You're going to find spots. I have a girl that sends me properties from Florida all the time. Right. 350, 400 detached homes. Wild. Gorgeous. Can't even get a condo. But it's a different type of living. Yeah. It's a different type. You have to be used to that. Yeah. I don't know if I can make that move to Florida. I can't. Just because. I'm going to die here, but I'm okay with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But again, it you have to like that lifestyle. Like, I, I'm not a big sun and beach guy. I'm Irish. I burn in the moonlight. So it's not that it's not that, that easy. I tease my family that I'm moving to Montana. I want to buy right. a farm in Montana with a couple of cows and chickens. I'll come visit. That's nice, Montana. <laughs> and I've been there. Sounds like something interesting. Yeah. So we got... A wealth of knowledge about your business, which I'm happy that you shared. We got some insights about the Business Improvement District and your role in it. So before we close, again, knowing full well that there are businesses and there are organizations that reside within our district, right, that still aren't aware, do you have any words of wisdom that we can share with them or reasons why they should get involved or why they should take a seat at the table rather than sit back because they're all a member of it, whether they like it or not. I know that sounds critical, but the reality is that any of the businesses within the district are automatically in. So my theory is always, if I'm going to be in no matter what, I want to have a say or I want to participate. So that's how I feel. But what would you say to to the business owner that we'll take it in two steps? Who doesn't know about us? That's a tough one though, because we tried and we do continue to try to promote the bid as much as possible. I have no problem getting out there. I have no problem spreading the word. What I think is a lot of the owners, the property owners, the commercial property owners may not relay it to their tenants. And a lot of them are vacant, right? Vacant, what is it called? Vacant property owners where they're out of state. So those, they get, they see the charge for the bid, but the tenant may not know anything about it. And to educate them, and maybe once they're educated, they say, okay, so why am I paying for something that I'm not using? Right. If I'm paying for it, let me be a part of it. Right. It's almost like a membership in yeah, a sense. We're, we're a gym membership. You know? Yeah. We're a business. So a business. if you can turn around and say, okay, what's this bid charge that I, that's on here? And then I have somebody explain that to you and say, hey, you have a voice. Right. Use it. So if not, you're just throwing money away 
and there's really not much that we could do. So I don't know if it's we have to again spread that word that the landowners, the, ten, the landlords need to relay that to their tenants. I do as a landlord. Right. They all know about it. Right. Do they utilize it? No. And, and I tell them, listen, here's you're invited to this. You're invited they to that. Come. Even something as beautiful as most recently through a partnership with Councilman Borelli, we did that, not we, but the bid erected that beautiful mural in Great Kells. Came out great. Fantastic. Now it's things like that that we do to try and pique the interest of people. We know what it is, obviously, but- I can tell you that the website traffic increased exponentially because people were like, what the hell is this? Right. Plus, you put the QR and code on it, which right. is pretty cool. So, so. so it works. Yeah. But we just got to we gotta figure out, and again, that's why we're doing this, all the channels to get in the face and in the ear of all these people who are a part of it because we're here to help them and help their businesses grow and help provide services that the city doesn't. Not because the city doesn't want to, but these are extra, above and beyond the services that yeah. we provide. So that's for the people that don't know. What about for the people that do know, that just refuse to come? So again, their fault for not participating. It's benefiting them right. as a business owner in the town. And I'm a business owner in the town that I live in, that so I've been there my entire life. Right. You, If you're not using it, that's on you. Why you wouldn't, again, I don't know, but I'm hoping that this is going to be a great thing. This podcast is going to be a great thing. Even if we get out of the 360 businesses, if we get 10%, 20%. Huge numbers. You know, that's a huge yeah. number. Yeah. And I think it's possible. I don't think, I think it's, it's not possible. possible at all. I definitely think it is. Well, because now we're going to be the beacon. We have to pioneer it. We right. started it, so that's it. Right. We can't. We're going to make sure that it's on the map Yep. as far as what bids are doing. And hopefully, you know, other bids can look and not look to us and be envious, but look to us and say, hey, that was a great idea. Let's implement something similar in our bid. Because right. on the island, we do have the West Shore bid. We do have the New Door bid. We have the Forest oh, Avenue bid. Okay. And we have the I bid, which is just strictly industrial. Gotcha. But, but there are other bids on the island. We were the 73rd, and we're also the largest in the city, which is funny to think about. Pretty, because the contiguous line is right. the, the railroad, so yep. we're three towns. That's it's important that they know, and like I said, we want them to reach out to us. We want them to visit the website, be a part of everything that we're doing, because we're here to help them and here to assist them. Before we close, let everybody know, about Emerald Elite. What are your handles? Where can we learn more about your brokerage? Facebook, Gary Fleming. That's my personal. Emerald Elite Realty. That's the Facebook handle. Emerald Elite Realty on Instagram. Gary underscore Emerald Elite on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. And uh, where can we see the signature removal? Those you're going to see mostly. Yeah, that's no. Those are you're probably going to see mainly on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram and Facebook are the signature signature removal. The signature glasses removal. And then the website is uh, emeraldelitrealty.com. Emeraldelitrealty.com. They can also always walk into 885 Annadale Road. Always welcome. Right there. Perfect. Right there. there. All right, Gary Fleming, president of South Shore Bid, broker owner of Emerald Elite Realty, located in Annadale. Thank you so much for being here with us today to talk a little bit about your business and also the good work that the South Shore Bid is doing in the community. Anyone watching or listening, we encourage you to follow and share this content. Follow us at South Shore Bid. And until the next episode, that's a wrap. I appreciate it. Thank you.